love God's family plan. I believe He has a special plan for every family. And that is very important. And not only that they know Him, and that's the most important of all, but also that they are blessed in this life and they can become a blessing. And in Exodus 20, verse 5, it says, the iniquities of the fathers are passed down to the children on those who hate me to the third and the fourth generation. But those who love me, the blessings come down to a thousand generations. So I want to talk to you about God's family plan. God's family plan is not for you to have curses because that's those who hate him. Watching this program, I don't believe you hate him. And there's a special word that he used here, the iniquities of the fathers. And people get into a big deal over generation curses here because they say, well, you know, my father had asthma, my mother had arthritis, they're dead, but I'm having the same symptoms. Or my grandfather was an alcoholic, I'm having a problem with alcohol. I mean, you can go through the whole gamut and people tend to look at those curses. So let me tell you how the curse begins and let me tell you what happened to the curse if you are born again Christian. Now, when we see iniquities, we see a very special word because we have three words basically for doing wrong. Sin, which means to miss the mark. I didn't make the mark that God had for me. We have trespass, which means to go over the mark. If I hit Sarah, I'm trespassing on her. You know, we don't trespass on other people. When we lie and gossip and hurt other people, that's a special, what can I say, uh, type of sin that we are not to have others, we're not to hurt others. And sometimes we feel like people trespass on us. But this is not what it says is passed on to the children. It says the iniquities. Now, what is an iniquity that's different than a sin, different than a trespass? An iniquity means to bend. And that's very interesting that when people begin a sin, you know, and they keep practicing it and practicing it, pretty soon it becomes a habit. And if you put them in that circumstance, they will bend that way. Now, my father would curse when he got anxious and out of it. Oh, he would curse. It would just be terrible, terrible. But then I saw it on my brother coming down because that iniquity had a bend to it. If you put my father in a certain situation, you could plan on it. He would curse. That's to miss God. We're not to take his name in vain. And when we practice and practice and practice those things, they can come through the blood to the generations that follow. Oh, that is so dangerous. So to sin, repent, to trespass, repent, but don't practice because that sin will go to an iniquity and that can be passed through the blood. That trespass can go into an iniquity and it can be passed through the blood. But it says of those who hate me. So I know when you go to a doctor, they fill out all of these things on you. You know, did your father have arthritis, your mother, blah, blah, blah. And they say, you know, you probably will have the same things. But that's for people who hate him. And the Bible tells us that Jesus redeemed us from the curse. 
And the worst iniquity, Ben, can only go to four generations at the most. But what about the other, those who love him? The blessing goes to a thousand generations. So the blessing is much stronger than the iniquity, the curse. At the most, four. But the blessing just keeps coming in and showing up. You know, Mom, I think that's really powerful and a powerful uh, testimony in our lives of what God can do. Um, I know there's some people watching who are really struggling with, if you will, family curses. You know, they, their father, like they can relate to what you said. Their dad, you know, curse a lot. Or some people have a seemingly a generation curse of, of anger or mm-hmm. alcoholism or some of those things. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And really, the, and really encourage you that God will break that generation curse. And, you know, we're talking today as far as uh, introduction on those generation curses, but we're doing that uh, in, to set up as well for the generation blessing. Because sometimes if, like for me, honestly, I, like it's interesting on the curses, but I'd much rather study the blessings than the curses because curses are discouraging and oh, human yeah. and demonic and ugh, yuck, I don't like it. But the blessing, you know, that's God's presence, that's, oh my goodness, success and all kinds of stuff. And so today we're going to be talking in large part about generation blessing and not just generation curse. So again, get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you, especially if you have any family need, a family need. Some of you watching, you'd like to be married. Some of you watching, you're very concerned about your kids or your grandkids. Some of you watching, you're struggling in your marriage. You know, how do I honor my husband? How do I love my wife? That's what what Paul tells us we're supposed to do. So struggling with some of those issues and God absolutely is available, ready, and even eager to help us with that stuff. So get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you specifically with family issues. Mom, when we think about generation blessing, um, and I'm going to, this is the totally fat pitch for you. Give us an example in the Bible of generation blessing. And how it comes down from yep. generation yep. to generation. Well, I think Rahab is a really good one because when she got redeemed, you know, saved, she believed in, in God that he was the Lord of heaven and earth. Look how her life turned. Mm-hmm. But then... All right, but not everybody knows who Rahab is. Okay, let's go back. So who's Rahab? Okay, Rahab is in the book of Joshua, and she's a prostitute. And they're coming in to take Jericho, and she hides the two spies who are checking the place out. And then they said to her, you know, uh, you will not be, uh, you won't perish with this situation. So she wasn't Jewish. No, she's Gentile. Right. So you got two Jewish spies coming in, checking out Jericho. She's there as, you know, a Gentile. She's not even, she she doesn't have any training, background, upbringing. She doesn't know God of, you know, the Jewish God. But she's heard about him. Right. And she's heard what he does. And she believes from what she's heard. Yes. And so she is saved when the walls fall. Her wall stays up. Her family are saved. But then... She is changed, and she's no longer a prostitute. She marries Salmon, one of the spies. And then they have children, Obed, Jesse, David. And wow, she's in the genealogy of, 
of Jesus. And Sarah in, in Matthew 1, it shows her name. Only five women and Rahab is there. Is that amazing? Rahab, a Gentile prostitute woman right. who broke the curse and began the blessing because she believed, didn't doubt, and began serving God. Left the old and made a transition, said, no, nope, I'm going to open, turn the page and open the door for new beginnings with God. And she's in the lineage of King David. Right. I mean, you know. No question. And Jesus, a Gentile prostitute woman. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing the women that are mentioned in Matthew 1 in Jesus' life. They certainly so show the power of blessing. Yeah. And so that's so wonderful. But Sarah, uh, in the Old Testament, people bless their children because they believed the blessing could continue. I notice in the New Testament, Jesus took children in his arms and he blessed them. Why? Because the blessing can go on from generation to generation to generation. And that is very key for us. So I'm thinking about Jacob. You know, his name meant a supplanter, a deceiver, and God changed his name. And so he calls him Israel one whom God commands. Why? Because he didn't want his future to be cursed. He wanted his future to be blessed. And certainly it was. The 12 tribes came out. Now you may be thinking of some physical things that you have that you feel like were inherited weaknesses. You may be thinking of some internal things that really bother you. Call us for prayer, not counsel. Because Jesus redeemed us from the curse, but ask for a blessing. Say, I'm going to speak this scripture blessing into my life and those who follow me. Let's speak blessings. What did they do in the Bible? They spoke blessings and that's key. New Testament. What does Jesus do with Simon? Oh, Simon means a wavering one, but Jesus called him Peter. Peter means a rock and Peter didn't act like a rock for a while but he gets turned on after the resurrection and writes two books of the New Testament. Why? Jesus blessed him, but how did he do it? With his mouth. So we can bring a curse with our mouth, but the Bible is full of spoken blessings. So call us for prayer and say, this is the blessing I want you to agree with me for. This is for me and my house. I mean, God has good things for you. And the Bible has a lot more blessings in it than curses. And you have to go back to the cross. Did Jesus redeem you from the curse? Does that mean you don't have to be an alcoholic? Does that mean you don't have to be a thief? Does that mean you don't have to have cancer? What about all this? Does that mean you don't have to be a drug addict because it was in your family? You have a new father. And your new father sent his son to redeem you from the curse. Oh, and this is so good to begin the blessing. And I can tell you the blessings never end. They're new every morning. He says that. So don't get caught up on what Jesus has already taken care of, but get caught up on the blessings. Are you speaking blessings to your children? Look how they did it. Old New Testament. Look how Jesus blessed the children. He didn't say, this is wrong with you and your parents had this. He blessed them. And that blessing has power in it. And it's so key for you. Now listen, stay there. Don't leave. 
We have just begun, and Sarah and I are so excited for the blessings that come on you. Now is the time to shatter the past dysfunction and take control of your family's future. God has a great plan for you and your family. You can break generational curses and live under generational blessings. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you two cherished books and teachings from Marilyn and Sarah. You will receive Breaking Generational Curses and Blessing the Next Generation, both filled with anointed insight and life-changing encouragement. We will also send you The Blessing the Next Generation, Shatter the Past and Take Control of Your Family's Future, two CD set. Learn about the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessings Jesus' death bought for us. For your generous gift of $100 or more, we will also send you the new Sweet Promises Blanket. Printed with scriptures that feature the protective love of God, this blanket is crafted from thick, easy-care Nordic fleece. Let God heal your family and reverse the bad thinking and harmful conduct passed down through the generations. Call or click today to receive this transformational offer. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. I am so excited about blessing. You know, Jesus taught us how to bless. And I have a book out called Blessing the Next Generation, but it won't just bless your children, your grandchildren. It will bless you. You learn how to speak blessings. Jesus said the people who despitefully use you, bless them. Why? Because then you inherit blessings. Oh, this is so good. People always think about curses being inherited, but have you thought about blessings being inherited? You know, people in the Old Testament, there were not believers like the Pharaoh said, bless me before you go, bless me, because they knew the power of the spoken blessing. Do you? This will help you with your family and your children. And I want you to call in and not just get one, get two, three, because when your family gets involved with your spoken blessing, who knows what can happen? And how can this be contagious? It says it's so contagious, it can go a thousand generations. Sarah, I love this book. Yeah, I love this book too. And, and we both wrote it together. That's right. I think right. it's our first book that we ever did yes. together as a yes. joint book. And uh, I love it. It's got great insights from you, great insights from me, and real practical. And so hop on the phone, get on the website, get several of these. They'll be a great, great resource for you. You can use them for obviously like your book club or a study group, Bible study. It's really, really super helpful. And I believe as well, it will give you some, uh, some of those epiphanies, those aha. Oh, I never saw that. Some of those really cool revelations of who God is, not only in you, but into your family as well. And you know, we were talking about Rahab earlier 
in our time together. And Rahab, I love Rahab because she is such a great example of redemption. Rahab was a Gentile woman who was a prostitute. And yet she turned the page and said, okay, I'm going to believe in the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when she did that, it was a fresh start for her. And from that point on, her life became tremendously blessed. We read about how she was the great, basically one of the great grandmothers somewhere in that lineage of King David and moving that on into Jesus. But she turned the page and God began the blessing in her life because she basically gave her life to God. So I encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you that God would help you to turn the page and begin the blessing just like Rahab did. And God redeemed her in really powerful ways, even though she made bad decisions and, you know, kind of had a a really sketchy lifestyle for a little while there, but God really redeemed her because ground zero, God loves us. God blesses us because God loves us. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone. This book will be a huge blessing to you. Get on the website. It's easy to order. It's blessing the next generation by both mom and me, and it'll be a real, real good resource and and help you in your walk with God, Um, not just for you personally, but mom, what I love about this is the content, generational continuity. Yes. And not just even continuity, increase. Because when you think about, I was thinking about this as it relates to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's generation blessing. True. Abraham left his father, left his homeland and followed God, a place he didn't know. He had Isaac, couldn't have children, but because he believed God and trusted God, God gave him supernatural birth with Isaac. Isaac had Jacob and Esau, generation blessing. Isaac was wealthy. Isaac walked in, you know, and followed God. Then Jacob and Esau, Esau didn't follow God. Jacob did. God mm-hmm. blessed Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, he really walked in fruitfulness and generation blessing. But it started with Abraham. Abraham was the, the turning point of the whole thing that really began to walk out the plan of salvation through the nation of Israel, starting with Abraham. And so I just encourage you, that's a really, when you think about the lineage and how that all started to grow and build and everything, it started with Abraham, Abraham believing and trusting God. And that was the blessing the next generation with Abraham moving on for Isaac and Jacob and, and the rest of Israel. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want you to get your book today, get several, um, because it will be a great blessing in your life. You know, I believe the talents that we see in our lives and our yeah. children are because God has a special family blessing. And I'm just thinking my father's side, my understanding is that my great-grandfather lived in Switzerland and he made furniture for the king. And then I saw and heard that my grandfather was very good in creating wooden things. My father was, I saw it in my brother. So what are these family blessings and do we speak them? Because sometimes I think we think, well, my father wasn't that good, but could we take the good and say, you know, there's a destiny for our family that God has planned and I'm coming into God's plan because he says he blesses it to a thousand generations. But I'm going to tell you, it is not going to work unless you speak it. You say, I don't know how to speak it. That's why you need to get the book. And Sarah and I are very excited about this book coming into your hands, you using it and using your mouth to bless where there has been cursing and turn it around. And how sometimes, folks, we've cursed ourselves with our mouth. 
when we should have spoken the blessing that God said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, that's in the Bible, but until you speak it, it doesn't manifest. Well, I think it, honey, it's not enough. It's speaking the blessing and the book will work for you. Now, this is what I love to do with books. I love books. Oh, I love books. Usually I have three or four books I'm reading at the same time. And so I'm always buying extra books and passing them on. Why? Because a book is like a missionary. It will work while you sleep. Maybe things you couldn't say to that person, the book will say for you. So that's why I always say, hey, don't just get one. Get two or three, four or five and pass them around. It is important. You know, Mom, some of the chapters in here, yes. uh, chapter 2 talks about turn it around. Chapter 3, confront your daddy's demons. Chapter 4, outrun what runs in your family. Base your family's future on truth. Chapter 5, develop a faith worth passing on. These are just some of the titles of the chapters in this book. And I say those to you just to whet your appetite, that you would get on the phone, get on the website, grab a couple of these because they'll be really, really helpful in your heart and help you to grow in your walk with God and begin the blessing for the next generation. And mom, you know, I think it's interesting because I look at grandpa, your dad, right. and I look at grandma, your mom, mm -hmm. and uh, both of them were very, very strong individuals, but very different, mm -hmm. very, very different. Grandma was always very affirming and positive and encouraging and would pray and, you know, just right. great. Grandpa wasn't that way. Grandpa was quiet. He was aloof. He was withdrawn. Mm -hmm. And you never, I never really connected with him much because he wasn't very relational. And um, I know with Grandpa, he had some, some weak spots, you know, yeah. and some, yeah. some shortcomings for sure. But there's a choice that, that I've made in my life because I remember in my early 20s, I had some things happen. Um, I was doing some studying in Germany and some things started to happen to me that, that had a bend from some of the stuff generationally from my grandfather and back, yeah. some of that darkness. And I remember I made a choice and the light went on. Oh, my goodness, this is generation curse trying to mm -hmm. pop up in my life. And I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to nurture that. I'm not going to water that. I'm going to go with blessing. And it was an interesting decision. You know, it's like you can follow grandpa or you can follow grandma. And I thought, well, I'm, the influences in my life are more lined up with grandma through yeah. mom and, yeah. and, your, and dad. Dad is very, oh, was yeah. always super positive and affirming and True. blessing and all that. So I made those choices in my early 20s. And I love those choices. <laughs> I mean, they have been huge blessings. And thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for His grace. Oh, my goodness. That has helped me to live in, in those choices and live in the blessing. So hop on the phone. Get on the website. And I just encourage you. Obviously, you want to get this for yourself. But you might consider as well passing it on to your kids, passing it on to your grandkids. You say, well, my kids don't read or my grandkids. But this would be a cool book to read to them. I used to read to my kids when they were younger and I would read stuff to them and this is a really great way to get the Bible into their hearts whether they read or not but it's a really good investment, good investment on how God wants to use their lives not only to bless them but to bless through them. So hop on the phone, get on the website. This book will really help you to walk and with your family to walk in generation blessings and of course we love to pray for you so if you have any need in your life with your family or a health issue, relationship on a job, 
any need in your life, please get on the phone, get on the website. We like to pray for you and we see God just do amazing things. And we want to encourage you that God wants to begin the blessing in your life and generational blessing through you, through your family and into the future. God has blessings for us today. Now is the time to shatter the past dysfunction and take control of your family's future. God has a great plan for you and your family. You can break generational curses and live under generational blessings. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you two cherished books and teachings from Marilyn and Sarah. You will receive Breaking Generational Curses and Blessing the Next Generation, both filled with anointed insight and life-changing encouragement. We will also send you The Blessing the Next Generation, Shatter the Past and Take Control of Your Family's Future, two CD set. Learn about the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessings Jesus' death bought for us. For your generous gift of $100 or more, we will also send you the new Sweet Promises Blanket. Printed with scriptures that feature the protective love of God, this blanket is crafted from thick, easy care Nordic fleece. Let God heal your family and reverse the bad thinking and harmful conduct passed down through the generations. Call or click today to receive this transformational offer. In her latest book, Read It, Speak It, Do It, Marilyn gives you the blueprint she's used for reading the Bible, speaking its promises, and acting on what the Word says. What readers will get from the book as I start my day with a cup of coffee and promises from the Word. In this transformational book, Marilyn shares practical strategies for reading, studying, and meditating on the Bible, speaking scripture over your life, using the sword of truth, the word, during spiritual warfare, and walking out the word in faith. And this really tells you how to be victorious in every area of your life. You will love the book. I want you to have it. Read it, speak it, do it. Claim victory over every area of your life. Coming soon to wherever books are sold. Did you ever feel like you needed a built-in repair job? You know, you say, you know, I got so many problems inside, so many problems in my head, you know, so many problems physically. Oh, if I just had something inside to help me. Well, I have such good news for you. You can have a built-in repair shop in you because Jesus Christ, when he comes into your heart, he is the hope of glory. Now, you may say, well, I know about him. I know the name, but do you have him? Because I knew about him. I went to church and I heard about Jesus. I knew stories about Jesus, but I didn't know I could invite him to come into my heart and he would come in and never leave me. So when I was 16 years old, I heard a Baptist minister say, you can have Jesus in you. You can have Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he told us how to do it. And so we repented of our sins. We believe that Jesus died for us and shed his blood and arose from the dead. We invited him to come in and be Lord of our lives. And let me tell you, I was 16. I'm now 83 and a half. He has never left me. He is Christ in me, the hope of glory. He is in me, the built-in repair, and he will be the same for you. Put your hand on the screen if you've never prayed this prayer or you need just to recommit. Say, Father, I know you love me. You have a wonderful plan for my life. 
I repent of all my sins. I have faith in the blood of Jesus who died and arose from the dead for me. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me. Hey, call right away and tell us about Jesus. Jesus. 